This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Mufasa, hmm? you know we finally here, right? Well, we... It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday, what? It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday, what? It's Friday again, it's Friday, Sunday, it's Friday, Sunday, show it's friday and it's february 24th 2023 we are almost into march and it already feels like spring out here in nashville we had 83 degree weather yesterday and now it went back down in the 40s we're almost through the winter can't wait for it to be over and another day close to the end of this fake administration welcome into everyone over on twitter over on rockfin over on Rumble, and of course, the best online platform built by Patriots for Patriots. We uh, got everybody over on Pilled.net. Welcome, guys. It's been a crazy, crazy week. We're going to be recapping a lot of the events from this past week. Some new information going on with the trains, of course, and a whole bunch of new information coming out in Ukraine. And we're going to be going back into uh, my Substack from an article... I wrote over a year ago, almost a year ago, into this tranny Ukrainian uh, that is out there fake fighting in these PSYOP wars. We need better PSYOPs, guys, and that's why I titled part of the uh, thing today. And also, China is calling for peace, among many other things. We don't know what the hell is going on, but we're going to figure it all out as we get through here, guys. We have a lot to go through, lots of memes, and I'm going to be bringing you guys also a little special 
9,000-year-old Stonehenge-like structure found under Lake Michigan. I know you, we've been doing a lot of the trains, a lot of Ukraine, a lot of uh, China. And I love bringing you guys some uh, newer, fresher things. So I want to get into this. This was from November 20, November 30, 2020. We're going to be saving that for the end. Just to skip, keep it nice and spicy for all of y'all. I just said y'all. I'm really turning southern here. And we're going to bring you guys into the weekend. But first... Let's say hi to the Woke fam, shall we? Who do we have first up here on the docket? Let's see. Let's see who we got. We got Gretch, G-R-T-C-H lady. I had a spell because I don't know how to properly pronounce that. We got Bubblesoft, Jeff Den, Megathan, Energeomatrix, Mermaid Q, always double dipping here. We got Tea Time Rose. We got Donkey Punch coming in high. I hope everything's uh, fixed, my friend. Your end. And we got PJ Swearnick, Jim Jim coming in high. It's been a while, my friend. Great to see you, man. And we got Stacks, we got Cherokee, Shin Sonata, we got Ramona, Thumberhawk, and Ohio Kimmy. We got Fontana in the house, we got Paul Thaddeus, we even got uh, Curly Kaylee with her power back. My goodness, she's here to grace us with her presence once again. Amazing. We got Ryder, Kitty Woo. We also got Stacks, and we also got two Wild Irish Rose. Thank you, two Wild Irish Rose. Me and you are going to be talking for sure, and um, I talked to Matt already. And uh, we're going to get everything squared away for tomorrow and some other things. So great to see you in the chats here. We also got Ms. Brandy J. We got Let's Go Brandon. Let's we got C Wag. What up, C Wags? Lizzie B's in the chat. Secret Weapon. Video Demon Slayer. ZZ Haas. Nag 1229. We got Sid Vicious. Cindy 4557. Always coming in high. You always love seeing Cindy here. And always uh, one of the first ones to be donating. Thank you so much. We also got Faith Over Fear 23 Anon. I'm doing much better, my friend. Thank you for the DM. I appreciate that. Cherokee. Black Pilled Reds here dropping that nice rock and roll sticker. Amazing. Loop-de-loops here. Bubble Sup. Thank you so much. And Lizzie B. My goodness. Look at all these amazing people here. Carrie Lake's in the house. What up, Carrie Lake? Sma Poker. Jimmy Cricket. Joe Will 2020. Absolutely awesome. Let's get into over. Let's go over the Rumble chat, guys. Let's say hi to everyone in the Rumble. We don't want to forgive my, our friends over there. We got Heather Lynn, Amy Marie, left Maryland. We also got Andy B2. What's up, my friend? It is cold. And we got Anarchist Al hanging out over there. Don't cancel me. Truly 01. We got Eric 17 Nob in the house. What up, my dude? We got Mel, my bell. And of course, two tears and me. Duck sass in the house. Awesome. We got T-Bods. Amazing. And Beast Singer and Sat O 49ers and HL Paco. Great to see you guys. If you can, keep smashing that red pill over on uh, the Foxhole. And please keep smashing that thumbs up over on Rumble. Super appreciate that. I see you guys over on Rockfin as well. Great to have you here. Thank you all so much. We're going to keep this show rocking and rolling, guys. we got a lot to do and a lot of content to go through, as we always do. Keep the donations flowing in, guys. You know I can't do this show full-time without those donations, so I super appreciate it. And with that being said, it is Friday, guys. I hope you're all coming home from work, getting all settled in for the weekend, and I can't wait. I personally can't wait for this weekend. It's going to be a good time. So with that being said, before we do anything... It's News Blitz time. Friday, let's do it. All right, we're going to be getting right into the Gateway Pundit here. As we talked about, my feelings on the military have not been oh so good, and I'm talking about the leadership, and the military in control is just not vibing with me at all again. Right at the top of the bat, we got Gateway Pundit. Biden's woke DOD is now expanding that transgender policy and the military, and they are going ham. The changes that they're now going to be implementing says changes official DOD vocabulary reflect transgender ideology, specifically involves the military service academics and ROTC contract programs, and that's all for the high schoolers. 
holds commanders to regular response before alleged biases against transgender individuals and allows cross-dressing and other transitioning behaviors on base as well as off base. So all you ladies out there, you're going to have men going inside your bathrooms. Nothing to see here and allows detransition procedures if treatments do not resolve gender dysphoria. So even if you do get your dick chopped off, you do get your badge sewn up, uh, you can at least try to treat, uh, they'll even offer you to detransition if that doesn't fix your broken feelings and what they're calling gender dysphoria. Fam, we all know where this is all going. I don't trust the military leaders and they are slowly and surely nuking our military with this woke bullshit. Let's get over here to Newsweek. Neo-Nazi groups are apparently organizing anti-Semitic National Day of Hate. Police are warning, and again, it's never anything specific. It's just generic bullshit coming out of Newsweek. No one's surprised, but they're claiming that neo-Nazi groups across the United States are playing a National Day of Hate against Jewish communities on Saturday. Uh, And this is according to anti-Semitism watchdogs. We don't even know who that is. Um, In a leaked internal memo by the New York City Police Department's Intelligence and Counterterrorism Bureau, Online organizers are instructing like-minded individuals to drop banners, place stickers, and flyers, or scrawl graffiti as a form of bias, so-called action. It's really simple, guys. All you have to do, you don't have to go out and go protest the Jews. All you have to do is go down and rip down the Ukrainian flags or anywhere on anyone's property and just say, hey, if you guys want to go protest hate, go protest the Nazis that are in Ukraine that are media establishment and Congress and politicians have been shilling for since last February. Let's get over here to James O'Keefe. We finally got some uh, response out of him. And he tweeted this from his personal account saying, those who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who actually do. In a war room at midnight with a few happy warriors making some moves, and he drops his not Project Veritas Proton Mail, but O'Keefe tips at ProtonMail.com. Guys, I can tell you, man, this guy's been through so much, so much adversity. I don't think he's worried about Project Veritas and whatever this man is going to do, it's going to end up being 10 times better than Project Veritas. He's got his loyalists with him and he's going to be still bringing in tips from O'Keefe Tips at ProtonMail.com. He has my full 100% endorsement. I know all of you out there, he's got yours as well. Some bad news for Heineken. If you guys like to drink that from Reuters, Bill Gates is buying Heineken despite saying he's not a big beer drinker. You can say goodbye to that brand. And this is coming out of Amsterdam. Bill Gates has bought a 3.76% stake in Dutch drinks giant Heineken holding Nevada, although the billionaire founder of Microsoft has previously said he was not a big beer drinker. Prepare for the bugs, Heineken drinkers, and the filling. The filing by the Netherlands Financial Markets Authority said the shares were purchased on February 17th, and Heineken Holding owns a controlling stake in Brewer Heineken. Gates purchased the shares from Mexico's FEMSA, which is selling out of the brewing company. So... Guys, I haven't had a drop of alcohol in probably almost a month now. So with that being said, if you drink Heineken, just make sure you may be drinking soy to make you, to give yourself some man tits. Let's get over here to the post-millennial. For all my Canadian snow, um, snow Mexicans up there, Trudeau liberals are announcing funding for black people that have been traumatized by COVID. If you can't get much worse, you got Trudeau. And the Trudeau government announced that it would be investing $1.1 million in Black Mental Health Canada to support black clients who have experienced racial trauma or race-based traumatic stress. An additional $400,000 will be donated to the mental health services for black youth to help develop its black-centric, trauma-responsive community support services. Guys, I'm telling you, if I was black in Canada, I would be soaking in every single dollar I could get out of this. Say I was traumatized by COVID and collected. You might as well take advantage of these clowns. Um, But for everyone else um, that's not black, don't know what to tell you. Obviously, your bodies, your trauma mean absolutely nothing. And just one more dig on, on Trudeau here. 
He is now saying Trudeau is offering liberals providing up to $75,000 for employee sex changes. Just like the woke DOD out here in the United States, Trudeau is now offering seventy-five, up to $75,000 uh, for any federal employees to seek out transgender uh, surgeries. And he's describing as helping people, quote, with their gender affirmation journey. Um, I don't know which one's worse at this point, guys, Joe Biden or Justin Trudeau, but we are all in a world of pain. And uh, my heart goes out to all the Snow Mexican patriots up in Canada. We love you guys. And from the Daily Mail, billionaire financer Thomas H. Lee, another associate, Bill Clinton, found shot to, uh, shot himself in the head. And uh, he, like he was dead inside of his Fifth Avenue office. This is the second person now in the recent news linked to the Clintons. And this is saying the envy of Wall Street, Harvard grad and friend of the Clintons was worth approximately $2 billion. I wonder if this may have anything to do with Jeffrey Epstein. And Thomas H. Lee was found dead at his office in Manhattan on Thursday. And billionaire financer died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Lee had a net worth of about $2 billion. And again, he has been linked to the Clintons. Close friend of his. And it's odd that these people keep turning up dead, but the Clintons keep on living. Can someone please explain that to me? And from the New York Post as well. It's the same one, actually. I forgot to delete that. And remember, the police said Mark Middleton's suicide shot himself in the chest, hung himself, and then threw the gun. And if you guys want to see a graphic of this nonsense story that nobody believes, this is what the graphic looks like, and this is what people are expecting the public to believe. We have our tinfoil hats. They are throbbing and they are strong. We all know this is not what happened. Whatever this guy was going to expose about child pedophilia or child sex rings about the Clinton's involvement in Arkansas, that's most likely what led to this. Not a self-inflicted gun wound. It was shot through the chest and then he was hung to make it look like he committed suicide. We all have brains here and the tinfoil hats are throbbing like I said. And that's exactly how that story goes. Let's get over here to, we got Ryan Cole MD put out this interesting tweet here. Actually, a retweet of Theresa M. Long and the reason why I most likely won't be going anywhere near an airplane or airports. This is the 2020 year of the virus of 2021, year of the experimental injections, 2022. And look at the coincidence here. What these numbers are showing, guys, are pilots having to lose their credentials due to cardiac standards. And when you see this here, this is all due to the jabs. And you look at the numbers here. You have 2016 was only 265. 2017, 252. 2018 was 164. And let's jump all the way ahead here to 2020, where the jabs were introduced, 2,194. 2021, we have 2,861. And 2022, 4,059 pilots that have now been permanently harmed or severely temporarily harmed and now are out of a job. That is a huge number, and we all know exactly what that correlates to. It was the vaccine, and everybody knows it. Let's go over here to an interview that uh, looks like Alan Dershowitz did with Alex Stein, and he admits here that he was introduced to Jeffrey Epstein through the Rothschilds. You definitely can't make this up. I was introduced to him by the lady in Lord Rothschild. Um, wow. And I was told, yeah, and, and uh, you know, he, he knew all the most prominent uh, people. I was now, intrigued. I want to bring this up, guys, because Alan Dershowitz says he had nothing to do with any of the pedophilia that happened on Epstein's Island, even though he was there. Um, I don't trust a word coming out of this guy's mouth. And by the way, he also said that everyone should have been forced to have forced vaccinations uh, when the whole pandemic was coming. I don't trust Alan Dershowitz as far as I could throw him. And this whole entire narrative, guys, of this national divorce was brought up by Marjorie Taylor Greene. I can't tell you how much I disagree with it. 
Uh, Pesetic was putting this out there as well. A national divorce would lead to a massive war. Guys, we're already on the brink of World War III. Anything leading to a national divorce of blue states and red states, I can get why people's sentiment um, of why people have that idea, but warring with states would be the end of this country and is such an easy way for our enemies to infiltrate even more easier if we are fighting with each other in some kind of war, um, kind of civil war kind of uh, scenario, I guess. Uh, but Marjorie Taylor Greene was arguing that's not possible and that millions would die in a war. And the thing is, I don't agree with this at all. We need to be as united as possible. I know people just roll their eyes when you say that. But guys, what's the alternative? We have families here. We Do we really want to be out in the streets shooting each other? Absolutely not. That's the last thing that this country needs. And the other thing I want to bring up on this blitz before we end it is this little piece here. This is something that's not really new, but something that a lot of people have kind of forgotten about. And Rasmussen reports put out this little thread here about when COVID-19 dropped and the changes that were done to the mail-in balloting the day after that this occurred. I want you guys to see this. Unsolicited U.S. election ballots. How do they know? Fauci and company funded the gain-of-function COVID-19 breakout in 2019. And by January 2020, it was in the U.S. And on January 31st, Trump ordered a China travel ban, as we all know. But throughout February of 2020, cases of COVID-19 were reported nationwide. The first one was in Kirkland, Washington. And the weird thing... That was on February 29th. Report on February 29th in the Kirkland, Washington. The very next day, on March 1st, 2020, something highly underreported happened. So, guys, the very first COVID case, we all remember, was out in Kirkland, Washington, right? The very next day, on March 1st, on 2020, the largest order in the world ever for ballot envelope stuffing machines was placed by a privately owned Arizona election printer, the mass mailing of unsolicited election ballots was illegal in America at that time. So how did they know? And of course, we all know this was through a run back the day after the very first case of COVID was announced. Runback ordered all these machines and all these extra ballots, guys. You sit there and tell me that COVID was not used to usher in um, this mail-in balloting that was illegal almost everywhere and was not on a mass scale that we see today. And you guys tell me that your tinfoil hats aren't throbbing. And what that fam is today's news blitz. Crazy. Feels like it was forever ago, but it really wasn't. That was a little over two years ago that that happened. And, um, you know, guys, this is going to get a hat tip off to all of you. We have been through absolute hell, even before COVID-19 with the, uh, disparaging the racist comments and just, all of the insults that we have taken for the years that we have uh, we we backed Donald Trump and we have stood against the tyranny, stood against the censorship, and did not care if we lost jobs, lost family members, lost friends. We knew from the get go of how of every we have been right about almost everything. And I just want to say I love you guys, and it's absolutely amazing. And I feel honored every day to do this show in front of you guys, and you're just absolutely amazing. My audience is everywhere on every platform. You guys rock. So let's get into these donations because you guys are pouring them in, mommy. Thank you, uh, Cindy, for that can to start off the show. Down home, throw me a shit. My man, thank you so much. It's Friday and the start of the weekend. Here's the best damn alternative media on the internet. Thank you, my friend. And Jack Attack with a cookie flash fry. Let's fucking go. Dark Knight and Isaac Truth with cookies and cans. Thank you so much. Nag and Cindy with the ah, cans and Dark Knight says the Mufasa video always brings joy. It really does. Oh, hell, Kimmy. Hopefully you're okay out in Ohio. Thank you for that cookie. Jim Jim also. Thank you, my friend. And Purple Truth Angel. And Jim Jim again with multiple cans. River Pikes is chilling on a Friday. 
And just another Patriot 12 says, Mufasa Cookie. Thank you, my friend. And C. Blanche with a cannon. Welcome, Walks says, Happy Friday, Scott. And Woke fam, Dong Gongs for all. And thank you for that, Cookie Man, says, I stand with O'Keefe. Adam Pugs in the chat, probably naked as, as always. 188 gold pills. If you are coming to the OKC meetup, please let me know how many people are coming with you. Thank you so much. Uh, I got to get more details on that, Adam Huggapug, but I'll let you know. Popcorn says, thanks, Scott, for sharing the growing family news. All them planned or not. Miracles and blessings. Yes, the wifey is prego if everyone, anyone missed the announcement yesterday. Special Patriots says, much love, Woke fam. Sean Joe, thank you. Riverpuck says, after three babies will be considered a dipper changing ace. Yeah, a diaper changing. Yeah, it's already, uh, we've had two. What's another one at this point, right? It's crazy. Popcorn, thank you. Says we need lots and lots of pure blood Patriot babies just to give them a big F you. Absolutely. Jim Jim throwing a phone. Says you to man and rider. Says eat this, friend. Thank God it's Friday. Thank you, my friend. Popcorn says one cookie with a grown baby. Last of my pills. And Curly Kaylee coming in hot. Throw me a Friday ship. And Purple Pumpkin says happy Friday, guys. Yes. And Mufasa Friday working, lurking. Thank you. Welcome, walk. Guys, keep throwing those gold pills at me. We're almost at 400 viewers over on Foxhole. 114 red pills already, my goodness. And what do we got over here? We got over 900 people over on the Rumble here. And thank you so much, Q-Pager and Angel. To Scott, I think that was a really bad analogy. I'm throwing, I'm throwing Dersh. I think you could throw the tiny man pretty far. Is he a small man? I, don't, I didn't know he was a small man, but that's pretty damn funny. I didn't know that, um, but that doesn't surprise me either since, uh, yeah, he was hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein. I don't care if he was a lawyer or not. Whatever he's doing, uh, it's sketch. You on that island, it's sketchy as all hell. So you guys can donate as well. Rumble, just like Hugh Patriot Angel did here. Hit that little money sign. Boom. And you guys can also throw me that message there. I really appreciate that. I'll read it just like I do on the pill.net side. Every single one, guys, this this alternative media channel runs on donations. You guys can also do buymeacoffee.com slash woke studies. Your message will pop up right here. And you can also do cash app to the wife's account. It all goes to the same place. Super appreciate it, guys. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, the Woke fam is growing again. And I'm just like, hey, times are challenging. Let's throw another baby in there. And uh, thank you, Mermaid Q, one of my best mods out here, throwing me 10 coffees. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. So, guys, with that being said, I don't have a funny video to bring us to the main event here. But I do have this tribute video from all of the ex- uh, whistleblowers from James O'Keefe's previous projects all coming together to do this amazing video. And I want to do this in support of him. And with that being said, guys, that's going to bring us into the main event here. We're going to be breaking down all the narratives around this train, all the scrubbing that's going on. We're going to hear from Joy Bear from The View. We're going to drag her pretty bad. And then we're going to be getting into Victoria Newland and everything coming out of the UN Security Council concerning Russia and Ukraine and everything else in between. And guys, I got this amazing clip here of Alex Jones and the DOJ coming after his cat. So much, guys. So with that being said, smash that red pill, smash that thumbs up. Watch this video, and I'll see you on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. I'm the CBS Detroit whistleblower with Project Veritas, and I stand with James O'Keefe. I'm the CNN whistleblower for Project Veritas, and I stand with James O'Keefe. HHS vaccine nurse whistleblower with Project Veritas, and I stand with James O'Keefe. I'm the Department of Homeland Security whistleblower from Project Veritas, and I stand with James O'Keefe. I'm the HHS whistleblower exposing government-sponsored, taxpayer-funded child trafficking. I stand with James O'Keefe. I am the Hasbro CRT whistleblower for Project Veritas, and I stand with James O'Keefe. Postal Service whistleblower for Project Veritas, and I stand with James I was one of the Project Veritas Facebook insiders, and I stand by James O'Keefe. I blew the whistle on Facebook, 
And I stand with James O'Keefe. And I blew the whistle on Pfizer to Project Veritas. And I stand with James O'Keefe. United Healthcare whistleblower for Project Veritas. And I stand with James O'Keefe. I blew the whistle on Tegna. And I stand with James O'Keefe. I blew the whistle on ESPN and Disney. And I stand with James O'Keefe. I was the Project Veritas whistleblower for Google. And I stand by James O'Keefe. My name is April Moss. My name is Carrie Porch. This is Jody O'Malley. My name is Aaron Stevenson. My name is Tara Rodas. My name is David Johnson. My name is Richard Hopkins. My name is Ryan Hartwig. My name is Cassandra Spencer. My name is Melissa McAtee. I'm Sean Stagg. My name is Zach Voorhees. My name is Brett Mauser. I am Trevor Adams. contains opinions and commentary that may not be suitable for all audiences. We are not responsible for the views, actions, or statements from the viewers in the chats. They can be a little crazy, but damn, do we love them. Be prepared to laugh, be enraged, cry, and unlearn everything you know about this world from a once-crazed lefty individual who had his own awakening. We bring the news, hilarious memes, internet culture, and amazing music all into one chaotic crescendo. And to be shown an unhealthy amount of rainbow dildos. Fragile, smooth brains, beware. You have been warned. Enjoy. So, Elon, recently you made an OnlyFans account. Can you tell us a bit about it? Sure, Joe. So you may have heard that Tesla stocks are down the past year. So to recover a bit of cash flow, I wanted to share some tasteful nudes with the world. So do you have your penis out on full display or what? In some of them, yeah. Okay, nice. In my own OnlyFans, I try to play around with strategic nudes. I don't mind showing my lovely nipples or having my stunning ass on display. But I've never had my cock out in full blast. Yeah, it just depends on what you're comfortable with, right? I don't mind having my dick out. At home, I have it out all the time. It just made sense to share that aspect of my life with the world. Definitely, Elon, I think I speak on behalf of the entire world when I say that we feel blessed with your beautiful, tasteful nudes. So, <laughs> Yes! Yes! Welcome to the show, guys. It's episode number 405. You've made it to Friday. It's February 24, 2023. It's your boy here, Scott from Oak Societies. Welcome in, guys, and I just want to make sure... I got to plug this in. You see this beautiful Woke Society sign that was made behind me. This is all custom work. All custom work made by America First, America Made, all products in the United States. This is from Rust Ridge Studios. And this, you can't get much better than this. This is their Etsy site. 
If you guys want to go over here and get custom made signs for your business, for your own personal, your home, whatever it is, they have pre-made stuff here that they all, all of it's handmade, but it's amazing, beautiful products. But they can do anything custom. Literally, anything. guys, they made the sign behind me, and I did. I barely gave them any ramifications, and they absolutely nailed it out of the park. This is a father-son kind of duo business, and it's really, really good prices on top of it. And uh, go check them out, guys. I'm going to drop the link right now so you guys can go see it. And there's also a promo code uh, that is also through my show as well. I want to make sure I get that here. There you go over on the foxhole. And for everyone on Rumble that may be interested in getting a sign for your personal home, your business, whatever it is, please go check it out. And I want to get that promo code so you guys can make... I'm going to make sure I got the right code. So use code WOKE10. WOKE, W-O-K-E-1-0. WOKE10, guys. Use WOKE code WOKE10. That'll give you 10% off. And when you purchase... Using that code, they'll know it came from my show, guys. So he made this for he made this uh, for free for me, and I don't know how much money it would have cost to do it, but um, I said, hey, you make this for me, man. I'll give you a free month of advertising, maybe future sponsorship. We shall see. But he's been a longtime viewer of the show, very loyal, and uh, gotta get a shout out to the Patriots in this country uh, that deserve it. So go check it out, guys. Um, Ron, let me see, make sure we got this again. And this is Rust Ridge Studios over on Etsy, guys. Go check it out. All right. So guys, let me. Uh, them all, we got a ton of donations here as well. Let me just get these out of the way before we get started. We don't want to get backed up too much. And fire off! Thank you so much for that fleet, my friend. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much, Average Joe Patriot. What's up, my man? Thank you for the can. Cheers to you and the wife on number three. Yeah, let's make life a little bit more challenging, shall we? Who cares? It's fifty-four, Scott. Okay, so right now you are average, as in your average family, two and a half kids. Yeah, and uh, it's gonna be great on my tax returns. Wisconsin Anon says, "Congratulations on the expansion of your cheap labor force." Thank you, Moon Baby says, "What up, family lamb?" Jim, Jim, thank you. And twenty-three Anon says, "I am not a whistleblower of any kind, but I stand with James O'Keefe." Yes, we all do. Burboy says, "I am just an awake motherfucking Ohio, and I stand with James O'Keefe and woke size." Thank you, man. And fringe, a uh, fringe Weller. 217 gold pills says, thanks, Scott, lurking and painting. You're welcome. And SKG with a cannon, Jim Jim, says, the sign is awesome. It really is. And it's got all these cool fancy lights. I can turn it on and off with the remote. It's absolutely amazing. So, guys, really what I want to start out with here, I know we've been covering the train stuff at nausea, and we went into a whole bunch of stuff throughout the last two weeks. I just want to kind of wrap that all up in a, in a nice bow and get right into the Ukraine-Russia stuff, all the new things coming out. And I want to get into the story about this, these fake psyops that are happening over in Ukraine to bust all these narratives wide open and to get to your special story about this underground city that they found um, out in, I think it was Michigan, under the water, an ancient, ancient city uh, that I absolutely find fascinating. So with that being said, and what I wanted to get through, because we all had a crazy week with all this, right? This has been an ongoing story now for almost three weeks. We've had, it's all been politicized. It's been, it's become the new darling of the media now. This is going to be an ongoing story for months on end. People are getting sick, uh, you know, dead animals everywhere. We have covered at nauseum, right? What I want to hone in on today, because we finally have from an actual, the National Transportation Safety Board, we actually have their investigation now. And the woman, Jennifer Holmandy, who has been the spokesperson for this and has been on top of this from the get-go. We are going to destroy the narratives right now. And I actually reported on this last week and no one saw it. And now everyone apparently sees it now uh, within the last day and also also yesterday and today. I want to break this narrative, guys, because I've been even seeing it from uh, people in my emails, uh, you know, from lefty accounts saying, Scott, this is all Trump's fault. 
He's the one that rolled these back, and I want to bring you guys the extra sauce to combat that narrative. So you can tell your friends and family that still believe this bullshit, that still believe this narrative, we're going to crush it right now. And Mostly Peaceful Memes starts this out and says, tons, tons of Democrats' accounts and their influence are pushing this narrative that Trump deregulates safety brakes for hazmat trains in 2018, causing the wreck in Ohio. There's two major problems with that. The train in Ohio wouldn't have had those brakes in two the regulation on those brakes, brakes was rolled back due to a FAST Act that was passed in 2015 under Obama. And this is per Jennifer Holmendy, the head of the National Transportation Safety Board, who was investigating the crash and derailment. So, all this bullshit with Pete Buttigieg. And oh, by the way, apparently he fell asleep the moment he got back on his plane because he wanted to make sure he got to Ohio super early so he could get the least kind of pushback from the citizens as much as he could. And this chair, who has not politicized whatsoever, just says, we want to get down to the bottom of everything that's happened with this investigation. She shuts down Pete Buttigieg's pathetic blaming of Donald Trump for train derailment that's coming out of the red state. And we all know, Pete finally made it out there. And it says, I don't know about you, but watching this absolute mediocrity of public officials smugly make his way through a press conference, appearing to be holding back laughter at times, was frustrating at best. And just goes on to say, but I digress. Buttigieg's pathetic musings were picked up by hacks like Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper was all about this. Uh, you know, so happy that Buttigieg got out there and he was just completely covering for him, right? And then we finally hear from the NTSB. And this is where I want to get into it here because this is her. This woman is pure fire. East Palestine toxic train derailment was 100% preventable according to the NTSB. And the Norfolk Southern derailment in East Palestine was 100% available and not an accident. Investigators announced on Thursday. Now, I know that's going to get the tinfoil hats throbbing as well, right? We all think, could this, have been, could this have been done on purpose? It fell right in front of a drainage ditch or drainage pipes into the Ohio River. It seems too good to be true, right? But even she says this was not an accident. In, the, in their preliminary report on the February 3rd toxic chemical spill and subsequent contamination of air and water in the Northeast Ohio town, the National... Uh, the answer to say, the NTSB, said the operator received warnings to ensure this didn't happen. That is some new information that we didn't know before. And this is the thing. I was in contact um, with someone that I'm not going to name. I'm not going to say who they're from, but somebody that's in that's a, that's a, that's in the, uh, that's in the rail, rail community. Let's put that highly knowledgeable. And um, very close, very close to what was happening here and sent me some information. And we're going to get into that in just a bit. But I want to get into this thread here that was written by Jennifer Holmendy on her own personal Twitter account. Because even she was getting so pissed with the politicization and the lies and what she calls disinformation or misinformation. And she's actually telling the truth now. Because usually when people use those words, we all know where that meaning is going here. And she said it here, guys, and I reported on this. February 16th, she wrote this thread. This leads me to my last point. Anyone speculating about what happened, didn't happen, or shouldn't have happened is misleading a suffering community. Please stop spreading misinformation. Some are saying the ECP break rule, if implemented, would have prevented the derailment. It's false. And here's why, guys. This is what I want you to hone in. to show your families. Show your friends. The ECP breaking rule would have applied only to high-hazard flammable trains. The train that derailed in East Palestine was a mixed freight train (laughs) containing only three placarded Class 3 flammable liquid cars. This tweet alone here 
nukes this narrative that this was Trump's fault and these breaks that it was rolled back. This was all done under Obama. Trump had nothing to do with this. I'm going to show you guys more cover up here in just a little bit. This means even if the rule had gone into effect, this train wouldn't have had those ECP breaks. And anybody that has the interest of finding this information, it, guys, it takes two minutes. It took me two minutes to find this thread and understand what was actually going on. You don't need the news anymore. Your friends and family don't need the TV anymore. Throw that shit in the garbage. We are not biased here. We are here for the truth. And this cuts right down to the meat of the conversation. For a reminder of the history on ECP, see the graphic from USGAO. The December 2015 FAST Act directive resulted in PHMSA withdrawing the ECP break rule on September 24th, 2018. So when you had Pete Buttigieg over there yesterday saying that this was rolled back under Trump's administration, so Trump needs to change his messaging and get on board with our new direction. And by the way, it's 2023. You'd think Pete would have said, this is the new direction. There is, new, there is no new direction. And this is the thing. 2015, Donald Trump wasn't the president. Obama was. This actually ended under Obama. Not Trump. Got some in my mouth. I urge you, let the NTSB lead the safety analysis. Anything else is harmful and adding pain to the community that's that's been through enough. But if this dilemma has moved you to want to become a safety investigator, we'd love to have you at the NTSB. Hey, maybe I'll get a job, right? Who knows? But I want you guys to go. I want you guys to watch this. She went right into the fake news and wanted people to understand what was going on in here. Here she goes, and she is absolutely on fire. And this is uh, the Trump war room that put this out. Watch this. For this investigation and for this derailment, ECP brakes would not have prevented the derailment. The wheel bearing failed on car number 23. So even with ECP brakes, the derailment would have occurred, the fire would have ensued, and the five vinyl chloride tank cars would still have to be vented and burned. For this investigation... Oh, no, Jake Tabber ain't going to like that. He's like, oh, no, my narrative. My beautiful, precious, precious narrative just nuked by this woman. We hate when we have the truth on our network, Jake Tapper. Oh, no. And here she is. This was later today. She dropped this bomb and wanted to let everyone know the most recent update. And she seems like a good boss to work for. So today... I'm announcing that the NTSB will hold a rare investigative field hearing this spring in East Palestine. Boom. Absolutely amazing. There's going to be investi- a rare investigation into how this is all handling. They're going to put butts in seats under those lights. I can't wait. We don't have investigative hearings often. It is rare. But we will question invited witnesses. Now our goals, we have four goals for conducting a investigative field hearing. Number one, inform the public. Number two, collect factual information from witnesses. Number three, discuss possible solutions. And number four, build consensus for change. 
As you know, we also released this morning our preliminary report on the derailment. The report does not contain a probable cause that comes at the end of the investigation. It contains only factual information collected during the on-scene portion of this investigation. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This looks like... I bet you... I could be completely wrong about this. She never mentioned Trump. But if I had to guess, if I had to guess, she probably voted for Trump if I had to put money on it. There's going to be investigations into this. And she she was the one that was out front. Like I said, February 16th, that threat had barely any engagement on it. And we were on this first, guys. I didn't see anyone talking about this till just like two days ago, yesterday, and now today it's blowing up. We are always ahead of the curve here. And she never says Donald Trump's name. And she doesn't say Pete Buttigieg's name, but we know exactly who she's talking about. It's amazing. And now she says these things are rare. And there are going to be investigations on this. So we will be covering that at nauseam as well. And what I want you guys to also understand here, we were covering also yesterday a lot of this stuff on these government websites. Scrubbing of these details. Scrubbing of web pages, scrubbing of PDFs, numbers. And what I want to show you guys here is an archive version from the Federal Railroad Administration. This is the, again, the archive version of this. And the title of this is, is U.S. Transportation Secretary Elaine L. Chow announces $320.6 million for rail infrastructure and safety improvements. And guys, This, what you're looking at right here, this was done underneath the Trump administration. This was Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. This goes into all these federal grants, all this new money, $320.6 million, a new railroad track, switches, yard, station facilities, increased performance and service delivery, expand and upgrading. And it says, we remain committed to helping address pressing transportation capital needs, particularly in rural areas. I am pleased that so many high-quality applications were submitted for worthwhile investments by the FRA. Guys, have you seen anything out of Pete Buttigieg as far as money going into our actual infrastructure to update it, get it up to date, and make sure that the workers that are there are taken care of and they're actually worthy of the job? I haven't seen any of this. And again, you all remember the Opportunity Zones. This is all Donald Trump right here. We are breaking through the narratives. This has nothing to do with Trump. As bad as they want to blame these stupid breaks and the rollback of regulations, this is not Trump's fault. And of the 50 projects that were awarded grants, 32 are located in Opportunity Zones, which we all know Trump was very well known for helping minorities. And again, these weren't just for the big cities. This is specifically for the rural areas. People like the ones in East Palestine. Places that are not looked at as, from a Democrat point of view, important. These people spit on people like me, people like them, and anyone that voted for the orange man. But the weird, the reason why I showed this is because for a while, this is the actual site here. This site, this, this page was down for days. It said, we couldn't, we can bring this page up. We are currently updating our website. And I checked it again this morning, and it magically came up again. 
This right here was not on the internet as of a day ago yesterday and also the day before. And I checked it. I got the archive version because, again, the internet's forever. But they were trying to do something here. I don't know if they got caught, but they put it back. And here it is this morning. And we got the archive version just in case. But this is the thing, guys. They are so desperate in any kind of way. And we didn't have this kind of access to these people like this in any time in any time of any time in history, guys. This is why I'm saying what we are doing is so important right now. We can watch these rat fucks try to hide and scrub, and we're able to watch in real time. This is why I love watching the Ukraine Russia stuff. Not that I'm uh, you know happy about possibly World War Three, but we're able to watch something develop in real time. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But you want to know who this is cutting through. One of the most disgusting shows and disgusting people that are on the corporate television uh, on ABC is The View. We play their clips on here from time to time. And I try not to. And usually it's always Whoopi Goldberg or Joy Bear. And she's making in the show today because she went along with this narrative because, of course, they do. They, they, these women have no fucking clue any, what, what they're talking about. It could take them 10 minutes to find the things that I just found and just say, we can talk about the tragedy. Why do we have to blame Trump? She says this happened because people like the ones in Ohio, in that town, you got what you deserved because you voted for Trump. I'm paraphrasing, but if you guys want to hear her own words, they're right here. This is Trump country. He won by 40 points. It, it, he, won, he is a president for all Americans. I believe that, but he needs to show do that they, he is. But do, it was time for him to be president. I don't know why they would ever vote for him for somebody who, who, by the way, he placed someone with deep ties to the chemical industry in charge of the EPA's chemical safety office. That's who you voted for in that district. Donald Trump, who reduces all safety. He yeah. did. Do in they show up at McDonald's? You deserve what you got, Ohio. You voted for the man that rolled back these policies. That's who you voted for. Barrett previously said, it seems to me that the Republicans are obsessed with this notion of the free market and they don't like lots of regulations and we, and we have to pay for regulation and safety measures. How fucking sick are these people? Well, they'll straight up, straight up say, you deserve it. You deserve to have your kids poisoned. You deserve to have rashes on your face. Your pet's dead. You deserve it. How does that make you guys feel out there in MAGA land? Disgusting. Thank you so much. Over on Rumble, Sergeant Peterson. Much love to the show. Much love to the foxhole. Thank you, my friend. I really appreciate that. And thank you, Lance79, for that $25 rumor. And it says, congratulations on the expansion of the family. Scott. I have, a, I have five. You got two more to catch me. Love you, brother. Thank you, Lance. Yeah, um, I wasn't planning on this one either. We were being really careful, but apparently not careful enough. Um, so there's that. Thank you so much. And let's pop back over to, the, uh, to Pilled here. Thank you guys all so much. Cautious Observer, the late fee in. Purple to the Angel and Jim Jim dropping major, major cookie love. Mm-hmm. Hope you prizes. Congrats. Thank you so much with more cookie love. And Adam Huggapuck's OKC meetup is March 18th. I'm just trying to get an official count. How many people are coming? Gotcha, my friend. And Jim Jim, thank you again. And Nat Handy says, congratulations, guys, on the wonderful news of your little blessing. Hoping for a girl. I am personally hoping for a girl this time. Bird Boy says, why do CNN anchors always look like they're shitting their pants when any truth comes out of their shows? They got the, like, they're like, okay, when, are you, when can we get you off? Yeah, they look retarded. I look like I was a stone there, but I tried my best. 
River Pike says, good information. Trick Pony, thank you. And Jack Attack, thank you. And Moon Baby says, I have video of Wheeling slash Lake Erie Roll Rub on my house replacing railroad ties the last two days. I'm in Robertsville. I would be careful, Moon Baby. Watch what they're doing. And says, fuck those ham beast bitches. Thank you so much, uh, Moon Baby. We're up to 15,000 gold pills, guys. Keep smashing that red pill and keep smashing that thumbs up over on the Rumble, guys. I really, really appreciate the love. We're all going up to 1,200 already. Thank you all so, so much. So that's what we have going on there. And the investigations are going to ramp up, and I'm hoping the people in East Palestine are going to get um, some restitution because their pain, all that is not going away. And, you know, there was video coming from Tucker Carlson, and he showed Mayor Pete literally just sleeping, sleeping on, on on the plane. And... All this was about environmental equity, and you have here from Breitbart saying the EPA awards $550 million environmental justice grants as Biden administration in East Palestine response under fire. And I don't even know what environmental justice is. I have no idea, but it's absolutely crazy. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get some restitution. And what I want to bring you guys here is this video right here from this man that woke up because of Donald Trump's generosity and this is what he had to say from east palestine hello people how you doing i was just sitting here watching some tiktok stuff and it just swelled up something in my spirit i'm just gonna come on here and say it man mr president donald trump i want to meet you so bad mainly to apologize face to face for allowing the media to influence my opinion of you. I've been digging and doing my research, man. So many hidden things that they hid that they they hid that you were doing. If you run again, you have my vote this time. I'm not a media puppet anymore. I see. So, Mr. President Donald Trump, and oh, yeah. If you see my boy, you know who you sat down and had lunch with. Think about it. You'll know who I'm talking about if you even see this. I want to meet him, too. I really don't know too much about anything except for the last three months, four months. His doings now have caused me to take an interest. Your doings now. (laughs) Your doings then. Yep. I wish you had stayed president two terms. Boom. Shoot. Four. Now, please, people on TikTok, don't give me no no hell for saying this. I really don't give a damn if you do, but, man, if y'all knew some of the things that I know, I'm pretty. some of you already do about the president we just had and the president we have now. 
you'd be trying to go to another country somewhere. Mr. President Donald Trump, may God protect and bless you. Deuces. That means peace in case you didn't know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Guys, I saw this video and I posted it uh, last night on, my, on Twitter and Telegram. And I'm watching that and it brings me back. It brings me back when I had my awakening. And I could not believe when I had woken up and cost observer, my man, thank you so much. $100 Rumble Rant. Thank you. Congratulations, number three. Keep pumping them out. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll see. I appreciate the love, man. It all, all the, every single dollar goes back into paying bills and my rent and keeping food on the table, guys. So I really appreciate the love, guys. Thank you so much. Um, it, it brought me back when I realized what the media was doing to Trump in my own awakening. And I remember when I first had that awakening. And you, more than anything, after you kind of, uh, you start, your mind starts to break the mold of all the bullshit and propaganda that was pumped into it. After you have a time to sit with yourself, you start to have gratitude. And what I saw from that man was a bunch of gratitude. Thanking him, saying, I wish I could meet him now. He never paid attention to any of this stuff until he saw Trump come to East Palestine. Met with those people. Sat, met with those kids. Signed 47 hats. Not 45, 47 hats. I mean, absolutely amazing story. And this is why I'm saying a lot of people say like, Scott, we're not winning anymore. We're not good. We're not winning anymore. We are winning every single day. We're winning hearts and minds that that may not translate into the polls. That may not translate into stolen and fraudulent elections, which they, those are not going away. Unfortunately, anytime soon guys, we're winning hearts and minds. And more than anything, that is the priority. We have made it thus far with this super corrupt pedophile fake president, and we're going to make it through, through, through more of this again, okay? The world is not ending. I do believe we're going to get peace out in, uh, out in Russia and Ukraine at some point. I'm hoping that we're not going to get into a war. But my God, what you just saw from that man is the most important thing and our mission of what we do here. And I'm hoping that more and more people come to these shows so they can see it as well. You are not alone. And that's why I want people to understand the most doing what we do. We feel like we're in the minority all the time, but in reality, guys, we are these, we are the loud majority. Now we are what most Americans want to be, to be left alone, to have government out of our lives, to not have our vote stolen and to just let us live in peace and just let us do our thing with our families, law-abiding citizens, and let us, the privileges and the rights that we have, let us use it and leave us the fuck alone. That's it. No big bank wars, no big government, no mandates, no transgender bullshit, LGBTQ bullshit, all of it, gone. Bring back, bring back the traditional style. That's what I'm here for, our culture, our original culture. So, with that being said, let's transition here to what th th what's going on. The new stuff coming out of Russia, Ukraine, and China. 
some big news. And where I want to start this with is I want to show you guys a video of reporters with Zelensky on the anniversary of when the war began. This reporter asked Zelensky, what are your feelings on Americans saying that they are giving too much to Ukraine? And Zelensky's response says it all. Kind of shits on us. Is anyone going to be surprised? Not at all, but I want to bring you guys this because this man, this leech, this tick, he doesn't want it to end. And I want you guys to watch this. Check it out. Uh, Suggesting that a growing number of Americans believe that the U.S. is giving too much support to Ukraine. What would your message be on the anniversary to those Americans? Thank you. I would like to thank the American people. I would like to thank all of the American people that are supporting Ukraine, the Congress, the President, the TV uh, channels, the journalists, and everyone that has been supporting us. And that uh, percentage of uh, Americans, as uh, you've mentioned, is increasing. Uh, I can tell them only one thing. If they do not change their opinion, if they do not understand us, if they do not support Ukraine, they will uh, lose NATO, they will lose uh, the clout of the United States, they will lose the leadership position that they are joining the world. Uh, Basically, we'll lose everything. We'll isolate ourselves. This fucking pig here that has been draining our money, our taxpayer dollars gone, saying that if Americans don't understand us, don't understand what's going on. Oh, we know exactly what's going on, Zelensky. You and your Nazi army that were killing your own people for years. Russia had enough of it, went in and tried to save them, and then you claim that that was your land. I find that hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And he says, we don't understand. Interesting. Sounds just like a CNN news anchor. That they are joined for a very fair reason. And they will lose the support of the country with 40 millions of population, with millions of children. Are American children any different than ours? Don't Americans enjoy the, the same things uh, as we do? I don't think we're that different. And uh, uh, I'm actually very happy that we have bipartisan support, but uh, we keep hearing those messages from time to time, and they're dangerous. Bipartisanship, peace talks are dangerous. They're dangerous, guys. Uh Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert, glass. My God. So, guys, today is about breaking these old narratives, and sometimes a lot of this information that we've been discussing here has come and gone, and sometimes we need a reminder because there was a UN Security Council meeting that happened today. And Ukraine was obviously represented there, and they wanted to have a standing ovation and a moment of silence for the Ukrainians that died, that have died. And just to say, guys, not all those soldiers are Nazis. 
Azov Battalion. There's a lot of those guys still up, up and around. And, and they're all they're still there. But we don't blanket statement everyone here. We understand there's 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 innocent Ukrainian people that have been kidnapped, snatched up. They felt like they had no other choice, so they went in and they're doing their duty for the country. I can I can I can respect that at least. But it's needless. These people don't need to die. These bombs don't need to be dropping. This war doesn't need to happen. This could all be ended in literally one day. And while Ukraine and the UN Security Council meeting today was, let's give a standing ovation and a moment of silence for the Ukrainians that have died, the Russian diplomat here, he taps on the microphone in the middle of the, uh, in the, middle of the silence, the moment of silence, and says, we need a moment of silence too also for the Russian soldiers that have died during this conflict. And you got a lot of pushback for that. It's absolutely disgusting. These people are not human. Human beings are being murdered and killed in the thousands over in in the eastern side of the world. But because it's Russian, now those humans don't count. They're subhuman. And the Russian Federation diplomat guy here, I always forget his name, kind of looks like my grandpa. Seems like a chill guy. I don't know him. He wants to bring up the fact that Remember where all this began, and he brings up a certain name that was in the Obama administration. Russia and inflicting a strategic defeat on Russia, ideally followed by the disintegration of the country and redrawing the territories it, um, it, it includes. These two goals of Western interference in Ukrainian affairs were clearly ex- displayed, by the way, almost exactly nine years ago on the day of the Maidan anti- anti-constitutional coup on the 21st of February 2014. And people didn't hide them from the very beginning. And these are exactly the goals which resulted in the fact that on our borders we have a hostile nationalistic Russophobic regime which decided that they would resolve the Ukrainian issue with zeal. Our British colleague yesterday, when uh, um, she spoke in the General Assembly and she criticized the uh, Belarus-submitted amendments to the draft resolution, she stated that the amendments equate the aggressor and the victim. Are you not at all concerned by the fact that your victim has uh, is up to um, its elbows in blood and Nazi tattoos and the nine-year-old period of elimination of Russian-speaking citizens in Donbass? Do you think it's normal? Why do you think it's normal for Ukraine to send guns and tanks against unarmed civilians in the east and bomb them only because those people do not want to give up on their own identity? Because that is exactly what the Kiev regime did in the summer of 2014. And it was then uh, that the internal Ukrainian armed conflict erupted. So I wonder who he's mentioning, guys. Brings up the summer of 2014. Where does that all come from? And thank you, Sergeant Peterson, for that $5 rumble rant, my friend. I really appreciate that. says, we are winning. Seems bad we are winning. Or I get get to do what I do best. That's not what I want, but it is. I hear you, my friend. We certainly do not want to do that. And thank you, Nutson says, we're the woke society. Ah, thank you, my friend, for that $5 rumble rant as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, guys. He's talking about Obama and Victoria Newland. And I didn't realize, guys, the longest time, new Victoria Newland, we, we went through a lot of these connections last year, but there's a lot of new people here now. And I didn't realize the connections with her and going after Russia are very personal and they go deep. I want to bring us to this thread here by Igor Lopatonic. 
says, let's talk about Under Secretary of State Victoria Nuland and her role in the U.S. policy of warmongering because it looks like she is just on her way under the bus. And guys, what I'm about to show you here, this is where the corporate media does not want you to go. They only stop at when Russia decides to invade Ukraine. They don't go ever go into why. Victoria Nuland's father, her real name was Noodleman. Her father's parents was born in Moldova and Belarus. This is how everything, what happens in Ukraine in retaliation on Russia it is a personal vendetta for Toria. It all began at Brown when Newland developed an interest in Russia. She had read and loved Tolstoy and Dostoevsky and wondered how a culture could both have produced writers like those and also develop the brutal communist system under which Russians were living. So right off the bat, her parents were born in Moldova and Belarus. And you could, if you have parents that live there, you could see that the, the image of Russia in her mind would not be too kind. And this is what she grew up with. This was very personal. Newland, which was friends, her called her Toria, had spent her entire career as a foreign service officer. She has served in embassies in Moscow, Mongolia, and China. But her passion she found in serving to interests of endless war. Here is a Dick Cheney. Here's Dick Cheney swearing to Toria to serve in the State Department. And says, I'm personally believing that her engagement with the CIA happened during her latest years at Brown University. And in 1984, Toria spent a six, uh, six months on the Soviet Union fishing ship, mastering her understanding of Russian sociology. So guys, you have a woman here, uh, uh, as a child, her parents grew up with a really bad view of the Russians. That was that was implanted on her as well. And then you have her entire career moving up the ranks here, working as a spy and also being planted on a Soviet Union fishing ship to learn everything they possibly could about Russian sociology, how they operate, and then, then some. Goes on to say, next time we can trace Newland in 1999 during Yugoslavia bombing campaign of Bill Clinton. She was serving in Talbot team who was leading the U.S. negotiations with Salvin Milosev. More on John Norris' book, but P.S. Pay attention to the title of the book. This was the book, Collision Course, NATO, Russia, and Kosovo. She had this blueprint made up years in advance. This is what she wanted. And next big thing in Toria's life as a warmonger was engineering the, uh, of the Iraq war together with her husband, Robert Kagan, the prominent neocon. And on that time, Toria and the military industrial complex strike a deal, producing tensions, starting the war, and then ultimately, as it always goes, profiting from those weapon sales. And I'm sure that's Arab Spring also as Toria fingerprints all over, but let's go to Ukraine, my dear friend. And great investigative journalist Robert Perry wrote this in 2014. He links the news there. And also they made a movie on Amazon Prime called Ukraine on Fire, which I still have to check out. Apparently it's really good. But Newland was also very related to attempts to ignite a color revolution in Russia in 2012, but failed. Her assets in Moscow were Naval New York, Bill Browder, Ambassador McFall, and she was reported directly to Hillary Clinton. So I wanted to give this little bit of background here, guys, because when her and Obama in 2014, they carried out this coup that actually went through, they got rid of the uh, president of Ukraine that they wanted out. That's exactly what happened. And Victoria Nuland's hate and absolute vitriol towards Russia was always there. And it was there since she was a child. You cannot make this shit up. And these people are still 
in this fight now and want this war with Russia so bad. They want to control Russia. They need to take out Vladimir Putin. That's who they want to ultimately go down. But surprisingly, guys, out of everyone that I've seen here, the diligence says Ukraine fire is fire all the sauce. Okay, I have to watch this because I have Amazon Prime. I need to watch this. I'm going to probably watch it tonight then. An unsuspecting country is coming now and talking peace. And this is ushering in more other countries to talk peace. And I'm talking about China. China, of all places. And China here is urging for the end of Russia's invasion of Ukraine as it calls for a ceasefire and peace talks and wants a 12-point plan to solve conflict on even the anniversary of Putin's war. No, I, I didn't see this coming. And I don't know if they have this listed here. I thought they did somewhere. I thought I had it written out. You know what? I think I have it over here on my Telegram. Let me see if I can find it here because I'll just break this down for you guys real quick. These 12 points, respecting the sovereignty of all countries, abandoning the Cold War mentality, ceasing hostilities. I'm getting this off bioclandestine's Telegram because I knew he had, I knew I had it somewhere. Resuming peace talks, resolving the humanitarian crisis, protecting civilians and POWs, keeping nuclear plants safe, reducing strategic risk, facilitating grain exports, uh, stopping unilateral sanctions, and keeping industrial and supply chains stable, and promoting post-conflict reconstruction. It's a, I was not expecting this, guys. China is now calling for peace. And not only China is, not only China is calling for peace, we also have the pre- Prime Minister of, Hung- uh, of Hungary also calling for a ceasefire and peace talks on the Ukraine war. He's been, they've remained neutral this entire time, but it, more and more countries now are lining up to say, we need to stop this. And the crazy part is, we knew that President Xi and, 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 and Putin, they're, they're diplomats, they're, they're, their alliance is strengthening, it's going to continue to strengthen over the years, and now it's being reported that Zelensky says he plans to meet Xi Jinping following China's peace proposal. This is crazy. You have America's enemy number one with China now possibly, possibly being the peace brokers to end this war. Is that what's going to happen? I have no idea. But the fact that Xi Jinping is meeting with China, with uh, with Zelensky, that is a big deal. Because just this whole week, Zelensky's been saying, if China gives uh, gives Russia more weapons to fight Ukrainians, it'll certainly start a war. And the money, guys, that's been going over there, oh, by the way, I know this is going to piss you guys off, and I do apologize. Two more, two billion dollars more is now going to Ukraine from the United States. Two billion dollars more, and this video here breaks down. This is from the World Bank, talking about how much total has been given to Ukraine and how much more they are going to need. And by the way, guys, the amount of money that we have sent to Ukraine to this date is more money than what our entire military spent on the Afghanistan war. In Iraq, think about that. Think about that for a moment and watch this video. And I want you guys to see here who is brokering these deals, managing the finances. Oh, it's J.P. Morgan Chase. Good morning, Andrew. President Biden is going to be talking to his G7 allies and President Zelensky this morning. His visit to Ukraine and Poland this week meant to shore up waning support for a war that as of today is entering its second year. But in the last year, the United States has already provided $32 billion in military aid, $13 billion in economic assistance to keep the bills paid, and nearly $2 billion in humanitarian assistance. 
In all, Congress has greenlit $113 billion for Ukraine through September. Now, despite that figure being exponentially higher than any other nation has contributed, as a share of GDP, developed countries are all sending about 0.2 percent. And that's just to defend the land, which has been decimated by Russian airstrikes. Rebuilding carries a whole new set of costs, which the World Bank estimates will total $349 billion, with mm. residential buildings and infrastructure being the largest. This is the number they need to get to. This is the grift. Portion of that. The private sector is now beginning to step in. Two weeks ago, J.P. Morgan executives held a summit with President Zelensky in Kyiv in his bunker to discuss near-term access to capital and economic stability. The bank restructured the country's $20 billion in sovereign debt last year. CEO Jamie Dimon telling CNBC, we're proud of our longstanding support of Ukraine and committed to doing our part to lift up the country and its people. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert, class. Now, on the financial side of this, guys, this is why there's so many arms and legs to this and why they want Russia and Putin out so bad. You have J.P. Morgan Chase, one of the biggest world banks, right? And they've Joe Biden has waged all the economic war that he can, blew up a pipeline, fucked over Germany, fucked over uh, Russia. They don't care. And Russia also doesn't care. They're doing just fine economically. They've made Russia so much more stronger while just destroying more and more of our dollar. You want to know why? This is the financial angle to it. J.P. Morgan and Chase is more than willing to help out Ukraine. This is why. From Bloomberg, the growing cash pile in Moscow that investors cannot touch. And this is all self-inflicted. Billions of dollars are accumulating in Moscow beyond the reach of its foreign owners. Stock dividends, interest payments on bonds, and anything else that Western investors didn't sell before the war, it's all part of the pile of money that's been trapped by sanctions. The accounts are remnants of what's left of Russia's ties to the world of international finance and another marker of its growing isolation. And as Russia's invasion of Ukraine begins a second year in anti-war demonstrations take place this week, questions remain about what will happen to the cash stuck in Moscow. Legally, the money belongs to some of the biggest investment houses like J.P. Morgan and Chase. Oh, wow. And Schroeder's PLC, but privately, most acknowledge there's no hope of recovery. Now I know why J.P. Morgan and Chase, they have all their money left over there still. And guess what? Russia's like, oh, you sanctioned us? You have these investments over here? Go fuck yourselves. You ain't never getting that money back. You, We don't need you. And we're going to keep that money because I'm Vladimir Putin. And look, at least as far as this is why they want him gone, if Vladimir Putin's the leader, that money ain't going anywhere. Quote, you have marked it to zero. You have to forget about it, said Tim Love at GAM Investment Management, who owned Russian stocks as part of an emerging equity fund. The market is still there, but when one talks of uh, repatriating, I probably pronounced that wrong, dividends are accessing the underlying security. It all comes down to sanctions. Guys, there are so many reasons why they want. They want Putin so bad. Oh, so bad. And, oh, you remember they were going to be auditing? Biden was going to be auditing the funds going to Ukraine. They were going to be really looking closely into that. The Biden official here clears Ukraine of misusing any U.S. financial aid. <laughs> Samantha Power, the administrator of the U.S. Agency for International Development, gave the public information during a CNN uh, live town, of course, with CNN. Guys, nothing to see here. All the funds, they went exactly to where they need to be. And don't worry, guys. 
The U.S., again, committing $2 billion, and now that $2 billion is going to be drones, ammunition, and what they call aid to Ukraine. Who the hell knows what that is? And um, it's not getting any better. And what we have here now, guys, Donald Trump was asked here on Glenn Beck's show, his thoughts on Nord Stream and everything going on with Russia and Ukraine. Trump, he's very careful with his answer, and I want you guys to listen to this. Check this out. And you go so, to the uh, Nord Stream pipeline, which you did shut down. Biden opened up. Now there's yeah. uh, some reporting that says we blew it up. Biden did a covert mission and blew it up. Do you believe that? Well, it could have been us, and it could have been uh, it could have been Ukraine, and it could have been some third party country that wants to see. That wants to see trouble. The one you mean Norway group. It wasn't is Russia. You know they blame Russia for for doing it. This was a main is a main source of massive income to them. They didn't bl- blow it up to make a point. That's the one thing I can tell you for sure. Remember when it first happened? They yeah. said Russia did it. You know Russia always said Russia, Russia. And uh, I lived for years with that where. Uh, everything gets blamed on Russia, gets blamed on you. These people are sick, I'm telling you. But it could have been. It could have been working in conjunction with Ukraine because Ukraine has total dominance over the United States, total dominance. I mean, mm. we've given them probably $150 billion, and Europe has given them almost nothing. And that bothers He can't be like, yeah, Joe Biden blew it up. Not from Donald Trump. He ain't starting a war. He ain't starting a war, right? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And the crazier part is these anti-war protesters, they are out there. They're starting to, they're, it's starting to get crazy with these. And the one group called Code Pink is as lefty as you can get. Something really amazing happened that we don't really see with the right and the left now with how everything is so polarized. Left and right are uniting in D.C. and other places with people from this organization called Code Pink. And they are rallying together, putting differences aside because everyone at this point, a lot of people, the majority of Americans are anti-war. And this was asked of the founder here, Medea Benjamin. Check this out. Are you surprised that there's so many uh, people on the, on the right here today? Yeah, I've never been to an anti-war rally like this before. It's very interesting. I have disagreements with a lot of people here on a lot of things, but it's good to come together and show that uh, we can overcome those differences to be anti-war and to try to stop the U.S. from this blank check for more and more weapons that will only keep the war going and will mean more Ukrainians get killed. Do you think there's been an ideological shift in the parties where there's, you know, realignments of sorts? It's just so weird. The people who I thought were the peacemakers were the progressives in the Democratic Party. But on this one, they've become pro-war. So I don't align ideologically with the people in Congress who are calling for an end to the weapons but I want to get everybody in Congress to say that. And I think the polls are shifting that show now that it's only 48% of Americans, the latest AP poll, that want to send more weapons to Ukraine. That means the majority of the American people either don't or don't understand. Uh, and um, that means that Congress and the White House are totally out of sync 
with what the American people are thinking now. Well, what to me what seems interesting is that people that are perceived to be quote unquote on the far right, like the Freedom Caucus, like Matt Gates, like Jim Jordan, and Marjorie Taylor Greene are the ones that are calling for an end to the funding of the war. Is that bizarre to you? It's absolutely bizarre. I never thought I'd see this happen. I always thought that the people that I have been aligned with for decades now. Uh, people like Barbara Lee from California, who is against the U.S. military response to the 9-11 attacks. You know, I thought uh, people like her, like the squad, you know, they would be the ones. The Progressive Caucus, which has 100 members of Congress. But- this is why I'm saying, guys, we don't need a national divorce. We don't need that. It's completely unnecessary. And that that is exactly why. And... Even a woman like that that's been a part of that movement, the founder, for that many years, she is blown away by what she is seeing here. And she should be. We're not, we don't need this war. And thank you, Soul of Service says, new one is Kazarian Mafia, bro. They are all ancestors of the Bolsheviks, and it goes way deeper than that. I'm sure it does, my friend. I'm sure it does. But for time's sake today, this is much we got. But I appreciate it, my friend. I don't doubt it at all. Would not surprise me. And thank you so much, guys. MHO one with the ship. Congratulations on the big announcement. One three on the way is starting your own baseball team. Thank you, my friend. Foxo says, what's good, my man? Jim Jim's with the ship. That guy. Thank you, man. Purple Pumpkin says, hope she gets a karma cactus in the ass. Mike from Montana with the ship. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Down home with the shades. Outstanding show, Scott. Oh, the pullout method doesn't always work. Anyway, congratulations. Thank you, down home, for the uh, confirmation there. Ryder. Thank you for that cookie for the diaper money and Hawks fans is the truth is starting to come out and people are seeing Trump as a normal human being, caring and loving. Yes. River Pugs says, Trump all the way. And Orianda, you didn't even get to Ukraine. This is all I got for now. Thank you, Orianda. I appreciate that. Jim Jim says, just because great job. M1911 Zoom. Thank you. Filter says, I'm so tired about talk of transitioning. And Tirana, the shades, they are all in this shit together. Yes. And Filter Dog says, so sick of regime change. And Tans, for Baby Woke, such great news. Life finds a way. Kids are the best. Thank you, Tans. Jim Jim the Cookie Warrior for Jesus says, come soon, Jesus. Purple Boy says, so bizarre that the conservatives are neocons. Everybody is waking up. And Purple Tooth Angel the Can and Nitromus with a cookie. Things are changing rapidly, guys. And as far as getting these hearts and minds, we don't really need, we need to keep just doing what we are doing already. We're going to keep plugging through and we're going to get through this together because the sick part about this is this was posted by someone that is Ukrainian. That, that is Ukrainian. This is on their Reddit, and this is what they had to write because I, you know, as much as we make fun of Ukraine, we don't have any angst or you know ill will towards the people there, the innocent people there that have nothing to do with this. And this is what they wrote. Well, I guess this is it then. Sirens are wailing all over uh, Lviv. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I couldn't run away from my problems no matter how hard I tried. All those years of suffering and depression lived through them only to get the worst hand dealt ever. And yet, I don't want to escape. Fuck that. I was a coward my whole life, but now it gets personal. For today, I'm wasting myself with my friend with as much alcohol as possible to forget what's happening for at least one more day. Then, like I said in my previous post on this subreddit, I'm joining the army. If I ever return back to Reddit, it's either as a hero or as a spineless coward. Goodbye, everyone. And I would have to feel, guys, that's probably a lot of the people in Ukraine, and it's terrible. And the worst part about it is this person is most likely going to get killed. Guys, I watch these videos almost every day um, from these Telegram channels that are covering 
the operations that are happening out in Ukraine, Russia, and guys, it's constant. And Russians are dying too. There's no doubt, but Ukrainians are the the Ukrainian army is just getting destroyed at every front. The propaganda saying otherwise is just so thick, and it's so gross, absolutely disgusting. And the other thing I just want to give you guys a quick update on here, because as you guys know, we have sauce and effect um, in 30 minutes on Badlands Media with me and Johnny. So I got to play you guys the Mufasa video as well. We're going to be adding some stuff from this show and some stuff um, as well, some new things over there tonight as well. So I just want to make sure you guys are all caught up in everything here. And this other piece about Biden, his family, his key family partner, Eric Schwerin, or Schwerin, to flip and house oversight probe. One second. Had to sneeze. Hunter Biden's top financial lieutenant, Eric Schwarman, is expected to soon provide documents to the House Oversight Committee's investigation of the Biden family. That is big booms. Amazing. And the other thing I just want to quickly get to, guys, is Alex Jones, and then we can play... We can play the uh, Mufasa video. Things have gotten so out of control with Alex Jones and this Sandy Hook case that the DOJ is actually, they're looking for more assets to take from Alex Jones and they want his cat. You can't make this shit up. And this is what we're going to end with today. Five minutes of the meeting, it was over three hours long, on my cat. Uh, This is Mushu, my five-year-old daughter named Mushu this two years ago. And they wanted to know if assets were hidden in the cat. The cat was like $2,000. And it is a ragdoll cat, and we really do love it. But they were very serious about the cat and its value, and they may want the cat for the Sandy Hook families. So <laughs> They want his cat. The deal's broke. You guys aren't getting the cat. Uh, this is next level. This is harassment. No one's ever heard of this. My lawyer's never heard of this. Uh, this is just insane. And I mean, <laughs> what do you want my children next? Do you want to like sacrifice my children or something? So, so this cat is really sweet. My daughter really likes the cat. Uh, he's a little bit tired of me holding him, but I mean, here he is. This is this is this is the terrorist right here that they want, <laughs> and this is the reality uh, that we live in here in America in 2023. Justice Department hearings with people laughing in the background when they say, we want your cat. And it was kind of like that woman on the grand jury in Georgia, like, I wanted to put, get Trump under my control. And, and they're literally like, tell us about your cat. You know, what's your cat's value? They're trying to like stir me up or something. It doesn't stir me up. It makes me really upset uh, for this country. They're mad they don't have these billions of dollars they claimed I did. Just because they lied to the media and said I had these things, it's not real. And now they want my cat. Ladies and gentlemen, the line in the sand is you cannot have the cat. Yeah, they start coming after people's animals, man. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not going to end well. That's not going to end well. So uh, I don't know exactly what's going on, Alex Jones, but obviously he's still getting put through the uh, t- through the uh, <laughs> to the ringer. So there's that. So with that being said, guys, I appreciate all the love here on a Friday. I'm going to be back on a live stream on the Badlands channel. On Sauce and Effect with Johnny and Q, we're going to cover a lot of the stuff we went through tonight and new stuff um, as well for that audience. And that's going to run right into Craig and and Brad's uh, show, Friggin' and Friday Night Show. And that's what we're going to be doing. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to release 
Any last gold pills, guys, that you may have? Let me actually just throw this up here now. Any last donations you guys got, throw them in before we get that scratch into Mufasa song. And while we do that, if you guys want to become a personal sponsor of this show, either a monthly or yearly supporter, please go check out the wokefam.locals.com where you guys can get access to a private live stream every Monday night and also a private Telegram chat, discounts on merchandise, and of course your name on my scrolling list of awesome people. Um, when you guys do a two-year subscription or a one-year a one -year subscription, you get two free months. It's the best bang for your buck. And you can also do that on Foxhole. That'll give you access as well. Become a Foxhole subscriber. Get all the benefits of the locals as well. Make sure you guys uh, subscribe to my Substack and subscribe on Twitter, Telegram, all those places. And if you guys want to double dose of me tonight, again, I'll be on Badlands with Johnny Q in about 30 minutes. And while we do that, I'm going to release the scratch. And I don't know if they Matt's fixed it yet. I know they're actively working on it. And um, I'll release that now. And while we do that, I'm going to play you guys your Mufasa remix song. So the scratch is released, guys. Go get some. Oh, there we go. Purple truth in 115 gold pills. It looks like the scratching. Hey, the scratching's working. Yeah. Thank you, Tarana, for the shades. And Jack Attack for the cookie. Thank you, guys. I thought the hands of time would change me. And I'd be all with this by now. Yeah. It's been too long since we. I'm lucky spinning out I'm counting down till Friday come I'm gonna, I'm gonna do too much No, I'm all in my bag, that's clutch Feeling it, feeling it, feeling it Every Friday, Saturday, Sunday Endless weekend on the way, yeah It's Friday again There we go, there's some of them It's Friday again It's Sunday weekend It's Friday and doctor with a coffee says tell Elon to give me back my Twitter account congrats thank you brother I appreciate that man miss you guys back in New York thank you man so scratching maybe doesn't work I don't know it looked like it was working but maybe not yet <laughs> amazing alright so it's still not working it's okay guys it's alright we're going to get on out of here, fam. We got uh, a lot more content to cover tonight on, on Badlands Sauce and Effect. I appreciate all the love, guys, all the rumble rants, all the donations. Super appreciate that. 26,000 gold pills to end the show. And for tomorrow, guys, we're going to be on at noon Eastern time with Tom Ford and Cage Farmer. And just a heads up, guys, we're trying to build up the pill platform. So we're going to do a little bit of the show on Rumble, and then we're going to turn Rumble off and then bring it over to pill exclusively on, on Saturday. So that's what we're going to do tomorrow. And um, with all that being said, guys, thank you for all the love. And I appreciate all that, guys. And please give the mod some love on the way out as well. It's been a crazy week, guys. And whatever we didn't get into tonight, we'll certainly cover tomorrow and then some. I love you all. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, on True Social, on Telegram, at Woke Societies. Follow my Substack. Become a supporter there. Go to the locals. So many different options, guys. Super appreciate it. I'll see everyone at, on Badlands in about 25 minutes. Stay safe. Stay strong. Stay woke. Good night, everybody. Time, weather, and... Always! <laughs> 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 <laughs>